0: From one islander to another, Isle of Wight Radio proudly presents John Hannam Meets. It's nice to know that young guys can get out of breath as well. <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely can, especially when they're running around Brighton. <laughs> Joe McFadden, welcome back to John Hannah Meets. Hi, how are you doing? Nice
1: to see you again. Nice to see you last time we met well you remember where yes, it was yes she loves me of course yes. yeah you came over from Nile of Wight of course I remember yes. you, made the, you made the trip even longer trip this time
0: yes <laughs> Yeah. currently you're in Priscilla of course yes. on a national tour you are coming very
1: close to us to the Mayflower 13th to the 18th yes absolutely of January very much looking forward to it I've never played the Mayflower before um, but heard great things I hear it's a big, a big theatre big touring venue and yeah it, that's the lovely thing about, about doing a tour like this is you get to you get to visit all these theatres that you've never been to before and you extra special you get to perform in them which is fantastic
0: this goes on a national podcast so after southampton i'll give the rest of the date yeah, yeah yeah great yeah. so lots happened to you because a couple of years ago you won strictly i course. did mm-hmm. win a little
1: show yeah called strictly come dancing in 2017 yeah <laughs> that happened somehow joe you were one of the last to almost be announced weren't you, you- um yeah, I think I was. I think I was one of the last ones to be confirmed, certainly. Um, there's a big juggling act that goes on in the selection of who does who does that show. And, you know, they put out a lot of offers to people and some of them accept them. And then that sort of then affects who then is is brought on board because they, they like to have a very broad demographic. They like, as you know, they like to have someone to sort of, um, for everyone to get behind. And I was obviously the one that um, the Scottish people were supposed to get behind. <laughs> but very luckily, a lot more than just the Scots did I'm very happy to see it.
0: <laughs> I bet you were shocked, were
1: you? I was so shocked. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it was the kind of such a surprise getting asked to do it initially, and then kind of getting to the end. I kind of wouldn't have dared hope to have won it. Um, just getting to the end was was winning enough. Getting to do all of those dances and getting to have Katya Jones as my partner and <laughs> teaching me those dances every week, and you know she's amazing. I, I she's she's definitely one of the best choreographers on that show, and and that combined with her brilliant teaching and her amazing kind of performance, I. I couldn't have wished for a better partner really I really lucked out
0: when you were a kid many many years ago did mm. you ballroom dance or not really? oh
1: no 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 I mean who did oh. <laughs> um, no that was the thing you know I didn't even know what these dances were a foxtrot I was like what is that even um yeah quick steps and it's yeah that's the terrifying thing is you know on the Monday morning you're told that you're doing this dance that you have no idea what it is and then by by Thursday afternoon you have to be able to perform it and um, so it is absolutely as nerve-wracking as, as it looks um, yeah but it's it's loads of fun and, and can go really well <laughs> Good for
0: your career because it sort of widened your career, didn't it? I
1: suppose it? so. Yeah, um, you know, it sort of obviously exposes you to a lot more people doing a show like that. Um, you know, I, I sort of I'm under the illusion that that's kind of one of the only reasons that I'm doing a show like this is is that you know the draw, the strictly, the strictly effect. It's not to be underestimated. And and I didn't really I didn't really um, think of that going into it. Um, I sort of thought long and hard about about doing it because you know times have changed. You know, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, when I started, you didn't do reality television acting and reality they were very separate entities and now they've sort of gotten all mixed up together and and you know that was a big decision sort of uh, deciding to, to do it because yeah as I say back in the day you just didn't do shows like that but I'm, I'm very glad that I did and you know it's, it's a sort of it's a life lesson to not get too stuck in your ways and to not and, and to, to change as the times change. Uh, and yeah, you know, look how look how well it's turned out.
0: And since we last met, raf turned up, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: I was in uh, hobie City for four years, and uh, that was a great experience too. Kind of getting to work at the BBC in Elstree, um, not least because it's thirty minutes from my house in <laughs> North London. And it, when I started, I was like, "Why is everyone so happy on this job?" And they're a really lovely bunch, and it's it's a great production team. But the fact that you get to go home to your own bed every night, it makes such a difference to to your your mindset and, and to, to your, your demeanour and um it, it's for a really happy cast and crew and you know the, the work is great as well it's got a massive again it's got a massive um kind of fan base um and I yeah I feel very fortunate to have, to have gotten to play Raph for, for so long and, and for him to have had such a dramatic exit <laughs> as you did. Are
0: you sort of brought in to shake things up a bit one of your character yes?
1: In Hobie? Um, I don't know really I, I mean in all these shows they bring you in to shake things up a bit but it was the same in Heartbeat. They bring you in and you're a maverick and you you kind of you march to the beat of your own drum, and then within three episodes, you're sort of you're just like everyone else. <laughs> because the ones that ruffle feathers don't really last very long. Uh the ones that break all the rules, they have to be found out eventually. Apart from Jack Naylor, she seems to be able to do whatever the hell she wants every single week. But um all the others, um yeah, they, they have to toe the line to some extent. But yeah, Raf was great fun to play, and he went through a lot. He had that wife, didn't they? And the beat, yes. he had a Baby is, or he thought it was his baby, and then it turned out it was his colleagues, and and then he was going to, yeah, trying to get him struck off, and yeah, it was it was um it was a lovely experience doing a show like that, and and I had kind of made some really good friends, and um yeah, it was it was it was fab. Did you watch open heart surgery before you did? I it? did absolutely, yeah. I went to a hospital in London and got to watch that, and I thought I would be really squeamish and sort of hate it, but it's fascinating, so and it was sort of it was really invaluable actually, um, in the playing of wrath, because I remember reading scripts thinking why is this guy so arrogant like he he acts like he's a god and then you see what they do and how they have people's lives in their hands I mean literally have people's lives in their hands and and you think oh that's why they're arrogant and it's it's true you know those surgeons they do have massive egos but you know, thank goodness for them. When we need them they they, they come through for us and and if they haven't big egos then so be it. As long as they, they keep us alive. Joe, you can't go back, can you? <laughs> Uh, you say that. <laughs> Some people have gone back after I the grave. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm funny you should mention that. But no, I'm not. I can't. I can't possibly comment on that. <laughs> Watch the space. Yeah. Oh,
0: all right. <laughs> I know you didn't go to drama school. No. but your sort of training was Taggart and then
1: High Road. High Road. Yeah, for six yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was in that from 15 to 21. So those were the years that I would have gone to drama school. Um, but um, quite luckily, <laughs> touch wood, I haven't. I, I've gotten away with it without without spending three years kind of learning about it. And uh, I do kind of firmly believe that you can, you can sort of learn on the job, you can go and do voice lessons and sing lessons and read books and you can sort of, you can sort of train yourself up. And doing theatre is, is fantastic training, um, just kind of sustaining a character and, and keeping the energy up and keeping it fresh. You know, we're what, four months into doing this run now and it's not about the physicality or, or the sort of the, the singing of it, it's about keeping it fresh and making it seem like it's the first time that you've said these words and sang these these lines
0: we've well, got a mutual friend obviously Laura Michelle
1: Kelly of course who also didn't go to drama school yeah she's done all she's well. done very very well yeah absolutely yeah. Um, so yeah it can be done it's kind of unusual and people say to me what would you recommend about becoming an actor and i say go to drama school and they're like well you didn't go to drama and it's <laughs> like well we're we are the exceptions um that sort of prove the rule really that, that it you know the, the things that they learn at drama school it, it is invaluable um and it's very unusual to get into television without without doing any training Joe, I'm on a bit of a roll at the
0: moment. This year's been fantastic interview-wise. Ah. I did Dame Judy, ah. and through Dame fantastic.
1: Judy, I got Sir Ian McKellen. Oh, fantastic. Because
0: you did panto with him.
1: I did panto with Ian, and I did Cranford with, with Judy, yeah. Yes. Um, who are, yeah, they're both lovely. Yeah, Ian's, Ian's fantastic, and, and kind of is a real lesson to an actor, because, you know, when we did panto together at the Old Vic, everyone was sort of blown away. They were like, why is Sir Ian McKellen doing panto? And he just thought he quite fancied doing it, and not long before that, he'd done Coronation Street, and everyone was like, why? <laughs> is he doing? And you just think it was great because he broke the mold. And now you have Simon Callow, and you have kind of these big actors doing pantomime because Ian forged the way. And it just yeah, it just takes you kind know, of someone like that of that of that stature to say I'm just going to do whatever I want. He's a great guy. Mm. I walked in like, and I
0: just said, "Oh, sir, and what do I call you?" He said, well, "Ian, of course." That's, <laughs> yeah. All that's a title.
1: Yeah. Just call me yeah, Ian. He's, he's very was down was, to earth. He's lovely. Well, he's a Yorkshire boy, isn't he? He's like he's yes. like Judy, a Yorkshire boy. Yes. Very down to earth. Yeah.
0: I just want to mention one or two. Things I love you playing Prentice in Crow
1: Road. Yeah, a long time ago. 20-odd <laughs> years ago. You got seduced by an older woman, did um, Did I? Yes, oh, you ve- did. Very- oh, yeah, Auntie Janice in yes. episode one. That was my first ever... Um, scene of that nature, shall we say? <laughs> and I was what nineteen years old, and I remember she was kind of—I think she was in her thirties, Patricia Gerrigan, uh and she was mortified. She was just as embarrassed as I was. Um, so yeah, it was, it was yeah, it was um, a bit of a baptism of fire that series. <laughs> and I love sex, chips, rock and roll. That yeah, was terrific. That was fantastic. It? Yeah. You yeah. sang a lot,
0: of in that, didn't that? I
1: sang you? in that. Yeah, amazingly, I did. Um, for a while, I wasn't. Um, the guy who did the music, Mike Moran, was like, "Oh, don't you worry about the singing. We've got someone." that'll do that for you and and I was like well I'd quite like to have a go please if that's okay and then Debbie Horsfield said yeah absolutely so I went in and I did, had to do a bit of a bit of an audition for them after getting the part and luckily Debbie said yeah he's got a good voice so so we'll go with him and I think it's sort of it helps if you can do your own singing it makes it that little bit more believable and that little bit more authentic Um. so yeah I was I was very glad to, to have got to do that. Syrup and feathers too, wasn't it, Jimmy? Oh my goodness, yes. You've got a very good memory. <laughs> Julian Kearney, you were so oh, lucky. Oh, that was it's so embarrassing. Of course, when you have to do nude scenes, of course, they always do them in February. Uh, we've been filming since uh, since October, but we did. that was one of the last scenes that we did um, in the freezing cold, yeah. Yeah, in in the buff in front of a film crew, which which is never never much fun. <laughs> not
0: easy, is it? I mean, not on screen it looks great, but there must be
1: the actual filming of it is hugely embarrassing. Yes, um, especially in the cold, covered in syrup and feathers. Um, yeah, people are going to be wondering what we're talking about <laughs> if you if you saw it. It will be seared into your memory. <laughs> And of course John Thorne Sarah Lancashire you did a series with them called the glass didn't the you? glass yes yeah. I did yeah yeah about God that was a good while ago as well ten years ago yeah that was that was a good season one of one of John's last series that he did um, yeah and he was he was a lovely man and um, bizarrely and um, we ended up doing Peter Pan together not long after that Um we did two jobs in a row I did the glass and then I, I did Peter Pan styles and Drew's Peter Pan and um, that Sheila Hancock was playing the narrator and she'd enrolled him to do and he never sang on stage before so it was his first singing job and it was one of his one of his last jobs and yeah he was fantastic great actor she was born on the Isle of Wight, actually. Was she? she? Yeah. Was she? Yeah. My goodness. And someone else you've acted,
0: lived on the Isle of Wight for over 20 years, Celia Imrie. Oh, a lovely Celia. Yeah. Sparkles,
1: I love that. Yeah, she was great. She's great fun. She's such a lively, fun woman. Doesn't she live in Nice as well? She has a, yes. she has a place over she there. She
0: writes novels now. Yes, yes,
1: so I hear. Yeah. yeah, she's she's such a character and so sweet and so generous and lovely. A bit like Judy, actually, you sort of, you meet these people and you're sort of scared to meet them because you think, well, what are they going to be like? But she's absolutely gorgeous, just as much fun as you as you want her to be.
0: You had a bit of rough in that too, didn't you?
1: Um, to, uh, yeah, Sarah yeah. Smart. Yeah, lovely Sarah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was good fun um, filming up in Yorkshire, up in Todmorden and Hebden Bridge, and it's such a beautiful, kind of remote, um, kind of yeah, beautiful part of the country. And getting to do Wuthering Heights essentially, it was a kind of a reworking of, of Wuthering Heights. And yeah, that was a fantastic role, um, fantastic um, show to be a part of. Sally Wainwright writing, of course, who's just brilliant. I love heartbeat. Yes. I love it. I love it when Joe
0: Mouson came in Yeah. You, you saw...
1: again ruffling feathers oh, and terrific. a maverick and mm, yeah. And then that, that doesn't last very long. I remember the producer kinda of quite early on saying, Yeah, can you make him a bit nicer? And I was like, What happened to this rough kind of rough diamond? And they're like, Yeah, we we don't really like that for too long. We only like that for a few episodes. He wanted a punch everyone, didn't you? I sort of I I quite liked that he had a bit of an edge to him. Um, you know, he was from Glasgow in the 60s living in his own in this village I thought he would be a bit of a drinker and have a bit of a a bit of a hard edge to him but they don't they don't like that in shows like that um, which is fine yeah he was certainly kind of he came in kind of all guns blazing and then the guns didn't blaze so much after a couple of episodes I think you did you did fall for the nurse didn't you? of course well that was the thing I realised about that show kind of two years in I only had a few months to go and I said oh my goodness it's I'm the beat and she's the heart. Yeah. And I think Lisa Kay turned around to me and she said, you've only just realised. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, 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 the policeman always falls for the nurse in that exactly. show, which yes. is news to me. <laughs> and they're always lovely nurses too. They're always very nice nurses,
0: yeah. Nice policeman too. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. You've done Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Yes. Rent, entertaining Mr. Sloan, yeah. House on Cold Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And currently, then Priscilla, which is mm.
0: a bit different for you, Joe. It's very
1: different, and that's sort of one of my main reasons for wanting to do it. Um, I really do believe you should sort of challenge yourself, and I could think of nothing worse than playing the same role over and over again. Um, apart from it being boring, it's sort of um, it's just too easy. I like to sort of to challenge myself, and this sort of couldn't be more challenging with the accent, with the singing, with the drag, with the quick changes, with the touring. It's it's a real real challenge, and and kind of doing something Something like strictly sort of taught me that you know you're it's it's good to challenge yourself because you know good things can happen if you if you're outside of your comfort zone and um, and you know it's going down so well and people are really responding to it and really loving it and it's such a brilliant story as well as there being amazing songs and brilliant dances by Tom Jackson Greaves. and um, Ian Talbot our director has really kind of mined into the story and really made it about something Um, really kind of um, there's a lot at stake for these characters and it is a dangerous thing they're doing you know they're traveling across the Australia in a bus dressed in drag you know it couldn't be more dangerous in places and you know Ian really wanted to bring that out that sense that you know something bad could happen at any moment and and does sometimes and and then you appreciate the lightness and you appreciate the humor all the more and those great songs when you've been to, to a dark place and and it's it's been kind of dangerous
0: it's quickly become a cult show hasn't it really
1: yeah yeah it has absolutely um and you know you, you get the fans that have, that are coming and saying they've seen it like seen six different productions all over the world and and to have their seal of approval and and, and we absolutely do you know they, they say it's 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 just as good as any of the productions that have seen if not better and you just think that's lovely to hear because it's it's a reimagining it's new design it's new costumes it's a new bus um so to to get kind of the the um the aficionados seal of approval it means a lot joe obviously you talked
0: about strictly other sort of reality shows like jungle Things mm. like that. Would you go if I asked or not really?
1: Uh, I try never to say never because, you know, I did <laughs> used to say I would never do Strictly. Um, yeah, I would like to think that I wouldn't because watching it is horrific. It's traumatic enough without going through it. And there's so many things that would that would scare me, um, the heights, the climbing things. and I wouldn't be so bad with bugs and rats and things, I don't think. But, oh, no, it looks too much like hard work. It looks like some kind of, I don't know, Christian sacrifice. And you're like, what are they going to do to these people next? It, yeah, I don't. It, no. Oh, please, don't make me do it.
0: <laughs> Joe, just before you go, I know yeah. you've got a matinee this afternoon. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the show. Oh, you're coming in? Oh, oh good. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Movies? You've done one or two, sort of ambition-wise movies.
1: Um, after this, it'd be just nice to get back on telly. I think um, there's so much great TV been made in this country. Um, your Line of Duties and, and and various things by by all the different channels. And I think yeah, just just doing a different character to to Raph, You know, it was lovely kind of being on TV for four years, but playing the same character. I'm kind of just hungry to play lots of different characters. So be that on th- in the theatre, be that on TV, films, whatever. I'm kind of I'm I'm just happy to go wh- wherever. The work is Joe. What's your big turn off from work? How would you sort of get away from? How do I switch off? I um oh I <laughs> <laughs> I watched lots of other telly really um yeah yeah just started watching the second series of Lost in Space um Handmaid's Tale I've watched recently yeah just just yeah just watching other stuff reading I quite t- I like to read quite a lot. Um, I'm doing my paddy training at the moment, my uh, open water diving certificate. Um, so, yeah, just sort of thinking about stuff that isn't the play, kind of, yeah, just, just switching off from it, really. Um, yeah. So, Priscilla Mayflower... January thirteenth to the eighteenth. Yes,
0: come and see us. Wonderful theatre, two thousand three hundred seats. Yeah, it's a it's a big house. Yeah,
1: yeah, lots lots of lots of tickets available. I imagine. <laughs> Joe, it's always a real pleasure to talk to you. Oh, you too, John. Nice to see you.
0: Thanks for your time. Cheers. and uh, We just made it in the end didn't we? Yes, we
1: did. We got there in the end. Story of my life. And uh, happy New Year, of course. Happy New Year to you too. Thank you. I hope it's a good gin. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. You're listening to John Hannam
0: meets. Isle of white Radio's original chat show. for thanks to Joe McFadden for that uh, super interview. I would also like to thank the company manager, Leighton Vickers, for his help backstage in obtaining that interview on a very busy day. I saw the show at Brighton and absolutely loved it. Joe's full of surprises in the show, as is everyone. Love the songs, love the dancing, just a wonderful show. Can't wait to go back to the Mayflower to see it again from the 13th to the 18th of January. It also includes one of my favourite all-time songs called MacArthur Park. And they do a brilliant job. So after the Mayflower, the show moves on to the Theatre Royal Plymouth... The Theatre Royal Nottingham The Board Gaze Dublin The Cambridge Corn Exchange Theatre Royal Newcastle Cliffs Pavilion South End The Lyceum Sheffield The Sand Centre Carlisle The New Victoria Woking The Regent Ipswich The New Theatre Hull The New Theatre Oxford The Birmingham Hippodrome The Royal and Derngate in Northampton The King's Glasgow The Welsh Millennium. Centre in Cardiff, the Bristol Hippodrome, and the Everyman Cheltenham. Thank you so much for listening to another John Hannam Eats. Please go to my website, johnhannam.com, for news of future interviews, and of course, they are all available from the country's leading podcast sites. Bye bye for now. Sweet man. Oh. Who was he again, dear? John. John. Yes. Yes, John. Just John. him, was it? Yes. Yes, yes. What does he do? He talks to people like you and me, dear. Oh, I see. Mm. Yes.